We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. He's just a common man. Working hard with his hands. He's just a common man. Working hard for the man. Hey, he's a American dream. Welcome back to the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. Brian Mazarowski here with you on WBEN. We're live throughout the night. All the major speeches, we'll bring them to you. It's uh, Rubio, Cruz. Pence is the keynote speaker a little bit later on. If you missed uh, Pence and Trump landing uh, nearby uh, where the Browns play this afternoon, check it out. It's on our Facebook page. And uh, right now, though, until that point, we're talking uh, about open carry, the open carry law in Cleveland. And I see people walking around, and uh, I really hadn't seen a lot of people. But today, it, for some reason... More noticeable than uh, any other day. I I was standing in line. There was somebody with a rifle over their shoulder, a couple people with guns on their hips. And I just, uh, I look at it and I say, why? What's the point? There's law enforcement on every corner. I I don't feel any safer with you next to me with a gun. In fact, uh, it's probably the opposite. Rick in Hamburg, you're on WBEN. What's on your mind? Hello, sir. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I am 20 years military, and I'm going to very carefully attempt to construct this. You're doing the opposite of what I'm doing, then. apologize for that. Um, I agree with you. I have sworn an oath to defend the people of the United States for their constitutional rights to carry, but what has been lost in translation for a very, very long time is the responsibility when you carry a firearm, you can't walk into a public place with a long gun or even an open carry. If you know you're in a safe neighborhood and if that weapon is visible, me as military, I'm very uncomfortable with you. You, you can't demonstrate these items whether it's a long gun or a sidearm, irresponsibly. You, I am a registered Republican. I lean to the right, and I will vote for Trump because I, I believe in his ethics to the United States of America, and I have sworn to defend the United States. But all of you guys out there that just want to beat the drum that I have the right to carry a weapon... I'm sorry, guys. You're wrong. You're very wrong. I, uh, I'm guessing from what you just said, you might feel similarly to me on this. I, I just don't see the point. Personally, I, I think the reason, the number one reason why I wouldn't carry a, a gun out in public is just because I don't feel the need to. I don't feel like I am uh, unsafe 
uh, walking anywhere I do uh, in the U.S. to a point where I need to have a lethal force at my side at all times. And Correct. I look at these people who are carrying open, and there's no practical purpose for it in my mind, especially here, and then uh, you can expand that quite a bit. It's only for attention. You are so spot on. You are so spot on. I will defend your constitutional right. I took an oath to do that. But you are so very correct that, holy cow, you cannot just display a weapon and think that that is responsible. Folks need to be responsible if you're going to be a gun owner. You have to take some responsibility, and you have to operate with a little bit of respect for your fellow citizens because I, as a military guy, if you're walking around with a weapon... I'm going to view you as a threat. I don't care who the hell you are. All right. Rick out in Hamburg, thank you so much for the call. And uh, you expressed the point that I think if you're in law enforcement, if uh, that last caller said he was uh, served in the military, it doesn't matter if you're carrying a gun at your hip while wearing a, uh, a T-shirt that says, I support the Second Amendment. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you have that added. If you have a firearm on you, people are going to look at you as a threat because you have a gun at your side. And do you need to be carrying a gun at all times? I would say no. I don't feel that I need to be carrying a gun wherever I go. Uh, some people think otherwise. I wouldn't want to live my life uh, thinking that I need to carry a weapon at all times. Uh, I would sooner move then carry a gun with me anywhere I go. George out in Buffalo, Georgia on WBEN. Hi, Brian. Um, boy, I hope you're shopping your resume around because uh, you're making far too much sense to continue uh, employment at that radio station. Now that I've gotten that dig in. Um, but you are making perfectly good sense, but I think you're fighting up against the charge of the mad bulls Really, I feel for you, buddy. Um, I totally agree with you, but to me, you require a psychoanalytic um, understanding to know what the hell is going on with these people who must display this abject power. You know, that's all it's about. People want to display some kind of power and fearful power at that. And I agree with you. I'm not going to live in a paranoid world either, but this is the world these people live in. They need to prepare for the uh, catastrophe that they almost make because they can't wait for it to happen, you know? So those are the people we've got to watch out for, the ones that are preparing for what they fear. Their only solution is to make it happen, you know? So I'm with you, buddy, and I do, really do appreciate you giving me this uninterrupted time to make this observation. All right, George in Buffalo. George, thanks for the call. I, listen, I, I'm not arguing that you don't have a right to own a gun or that you shouldn't own a gun. I'm saying it's stupid to walk around anywhere, especially in this area, with a gun over your shoulder. It's the same as uh, what happened today just outside our secure area. Somebody in a crowd of people right by the, uh, the gates, the entrance gates, by the Quicken Loans Arena here at the Republican National Convention. Some uh, demonstrators uh, gathered around and started to burn an American flag. Now you have a constitutional right to burn an American flag. 
But if you're going to do that where there's a whole bunch of people standing around, you're going to light something on fire in front of the entrance to the Republican National Convention. Guess what? When you get tackled by 20 police officers, I don't want to hear that it was excessive force and that you shouldn't have been uh, uh, arrested or shouldn't have been spoken to at all for exercising a constitutional right. Just because you have a right to doesn't mean that you should do something in every scenario. There's a time and a place for everything. I uh, I would never... I, I would never be on the side of somebody who would uh, burn an American flag. But they do have a right to do so. And... If you're, if you're going to be one of the people arguing that law enforcement outside used uh, excessive force or that the demonstrators shouldn't have been arrested or put in handcuffs after lighting a flag on fire where there's a whole bunch of people walking around, you're just as insane to me as the people who, uh, who lit the flag on fire. Of course, police should respond. You're lighting something on fire in a, in a secure area or what's supposed to be a secure area. What do you think is going to happen? You're walking around uh, with a gun over your shoulder. You're going to turn some heads. And if you ask me, you're asking for the attention. And that's the only reason you're doing it. We've got 916 here. And I think we're uh, supposed to take a quick break. If you're on hold, please stay with us. 803-0930 is the number. As soon as uh, somebody drops, that's your cue to call because a phone line opened. We're live at the Republican National Convention in Cleveland, just outside the Quicken Loans Arena. I'm Brian Mazarowski on WBEN. I cannot confirm or deny that is the actual recording that Donald Trump came into today. I swear it's the same song. Uh, we can listen to it, and it's up on Facebook. We had it on Facebook Live, and it's still up on our Facebook page. This opera, and man, I forget the name. I keep wanting to say Balotelli, but that's the uh, that's the soccer player. Veroni? No, that's the hockey player. Pavarotti. Thank you, Mike Baggerman back at the studio Pavarotti and it was Pavarotti because I remember everybody saying wow it's Pavarotti and I kept thinking I can't believe everybody knows that we're live at the Republican National Convention here in Cleveland Brian Mazarowski taking your calls we're talking open carry and open carry in Cleveland I say what's the point I, I don't understand the logic behind it you've got law enforcement on every single turn the only reason you're doing it is to draw attention to yourself and that makes you no better than, uh, you know, some hipster in thick-rimmed glasses. Uh, anyways, we have some local news to pass along. If you're experiencing a water outage or a, a low water pressure, you're not alone. Uh, I guess we're getting reports in uh, to the studios uh, over at WBEN of uh, low water pressure or water outages throughout western New York. Uh, many places throughout western New York, especially the north towns, so as soon as we get more information for you on that, we'll bring it along 
Uh, but if you're experiencing low water or no water, you are not alone. Right now we go to Nancy out in Buffalo. Nancy, you're on WBEN. Hi, Brian. Well, uh, I agree with you about this open carry thing, um, which is allowed, I guess, in Ohio. Um, however, I wanted to say that the Constitution does not give the right to open carry. I have a copy of the Constitution right here in front of me. It says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Right, right. That's a that's a, a more localized law. That's not the law of the land everywhere, but in places like here in Cleveland, places like Texas, you are allowed by law to do that. Right. Uh, but I just wanted to make it clear that the Constitution does not give the right to open carry. And uh, otherwise it would say bear, B-E-A-R, bear arms, B-A-R-E arms. Arms should not be bare. B-A-R-E. In other words, they should not be out in the open. Otherwise, if they wanted them to be out in the open, they would have said so in the Constitution. That's right. Nancy, uh, I thank you for the call and for correctly pointing out that you have a right to bear arms uh, throughout America, but you don't have a right to bear bear arms. That's an important distinction, as we'd say. We'll squeeze in uh, one or maybe two more before the break. Don, out in Lancaster, you're on WBEN. Yes, I just think that if it's your opinion or your uh, preference not to carry, that that's fine, but you shouldn't try and push your beliefs on the other people because they do have, because of the law, they have the right to open carry. Uh, They didn't make the law. They're just using the law to probably their benefit. And as soon as they do something wrong, that right will be, or that, uh, right will be taken away from them. Uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, you you have your beliefs and other people have their beliefs. And just because the Constitution doesn't say you can open carry, it also doesn't say you can't open carry. L- listen, I, I understand it's the law, and uh, Don, we're going to have to let you go just because of the cars racing by. You must be on uh, the Holland Speedway or something. Um you do have a right to do it, and it is the law in these areas. I don't think it's a good law. I just I don't think there's a good scenario to open carry. Uh, concealed carry is a different story. Um, I, I think that's more acceptable. That is your constitutional right. I would never feel the need to carry a weapon open or concealed because I feel safe enough in America, and if I ever felt like I needed to walk around all the time with a weapon at my side, I'd sooner move than buy that weapon. But uh, I'm not arguing that it's the law. Uh, I'm saying what's the point? It's especially here in Cleveland when you have a a ton of people walking around with, uh, excuse me, a ton of law enforcement walking around at every corner, you have no reason to carry. There, there's no good reason. All you're doing is looking for attention by carrying a weapon out in the open. Uh, we will take... Uh, nope, nope, we'll keep it here before the break. I'd like to remind you that Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, and more will all speak. Uh, I forgot which one of Trump's kids. <laughs> one of the Trump children is on the agenda. So is Newt Gingrich and a vice presidential candidate, Mike Pence. 
They are all on the docket tonight, all one after the other. So, And uh, I believe uh, Marco Rubio is first in line. So as soon as Marco Rubio steps up to the podium, uh, that's where we'll go. And that's probably where we'll stay throughout the rest of the night. So if you want to get in on this topic, now's the time to do so. 803-0930. We have a, a line or two that just opened up. Uh, once again, I want to reiterate for you, and we'll have uh, a little bit more information as soon as it comes in. If you're experiencing no water or low water, uh, water pressure issues, you're not alone. Uh, lots of places throughout western New York, especially the north towns, experiencing that same thing. I understand back at the studio there's low water pressure. Here it's fine, I think. I guess I'll find out as soon as I go to the bathroom. We're live at the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. Brian Mazarowski here on WBEN. We're going to break in. Uh, we have some video remarks from Marco Rubio. Uh, we'll go to the podium right now. He has committed to appointing constitutionalist judges who will respect the proper role of the judiciary. After a long and spirited primary, the time for fighting each other is over. It's time to come together and fight for a new direction for America. It's time to win in November. Please welcome United States Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. All right, Ted Cruz is taking the stage. And uh, if you're on hold, I'm sorry we didn't get to you. They're going to be one after another, the people you want to hear. So we're going to stick with the floor throughout the rest of the evening here on WBEN. and every one of you. Heidi and I are so honored to join you here in Cleveland, where LeBron James just led an incredible comeback victory. And I am convinced America is going to come back too. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on winning the nomination last night. And like each of you, I want to see the principles that our party believes prevail in November. Conventions are times of excitement, but given the events of the last few weeks, I hope you'll allow me a moment to talk to you about what's really at stake. 
Just two weeks ago, a nine-year-old girl named Caroline was having a carefree Texas summer, swimming in the pool, playing with friends, doing all the things a happy child might do. Like most children, she relied upon the love that she received from her mom, Heidi, and her dad, a police sergeant named Michael Smith. That is, until he became one of the five police officers gunned down in Dallas. The day her father was murdered, Caroline gave him a hug and a kiss as he left for work. But as they parted, her dad asked her something he hadn't asked before. What if this is the last time you ever kiss or hug me? Later, as she thought of her fallen father and that last heartbreaking hug, Caroline broke down into tears. How could anything ever be okay again? Michael Smith was a former Army Ranger who spent three decades with the Dallas Police Department. I have no idea who he voted for in the last election or what he thought about this one. But his life was a testament to devotion. He protected the very protesters who mocked him because he loved his country and his fellow man. His work gave new meaning to that line from literature, to die of love is to live by it. As I thought about what I wanted to say tonight, Michael Smith's story weighed on my heart. Maybe that's because his daughter, Caroline, is about the same age as my eldest daughter and happens to share the same name. Maybe it's because I saw a video of that dear, sweet child choking back sobs as she remembered her daddy's last question to her. Maybe it's because we live in a world where so many others have had their lives destroyed by evil in places like Orlando and Paris and Nice and Baton Rouge. Maybe it's because of the simple question itself. What if this, right now, is our last time? Our last moment to do something for our families and our country. Did we live up to the values we say we believe? Did we do all we really could? That's really what elections should be about. That's why you and millions like you devoted so much time and sacrifice to this campaign. We're fighting not for one particular candidate or one campaign, but because each of us wants to be able to tell our kids and grandkids, our own Carolines, that we did our best for their future and our country.
America is more than just a landmass between two oceans. America is an ideal, a simple yet powerful idea. Freedom matters. For much of human history, government power has been the unavoidable constant in life. Government decrees and the people obey. But not here. We have no king or queen. We have no dictator. We, the people, constrain government. Our nation is exceptional because it was built on the five most beautiful and powerful words in the English language. I want to be free. Never has that message been more needed than today. We stand here tonight, a nation divided. Partisan rancor, anger, even hatred are tearing America apart. And citizens are furious, rightly furious, at a political establishment that cynically breaks its promises and that ignores the will of the people. We have to do better. We owe our fallen heroes more than that. Now, of course, Obama and Clinton will also tell you that they care about our children's future. And I want to believe them. But there is a profound difference in our two parties' vision for the future. Theirs is the party that thinks ISIS is a JV team, that responds to the death of Americans at Benghazi by asking, what difference does it make? And that thinks it's possible to make a deal with Iran which celebrates as holidays Death to America Day and Death to Israel Day. My friends, this is madness. President Obama is a man who does everything backwards. He wants to close Guantanamo Bay and open up our borders. He exports jobs and imports terrorists. Enough is enough. And I am here to tell you there is a better vision for our future, a return to freedom. On education, your freedom to choose your child's education, even if you aren't as rich as Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama.
on health care, your freedom to choose your own doctor without Obamacare. On taxes, your freedom to provide for your family without the IRS beating down your door. The internet, keep it free from taxes, free from regulation, and don't give it away to Russia and China. Freedom means free speech, not politically correct safe spaces. Freedom means religious freedom, whether you are Christian or Jew, Muslim or atheist. Whether you are gay or straight, the Bill of Rights protects the rights of all of us to live according to our conscience. Freedom means the right to keep and bear arms and to protect your family. Freedom means that every human life is precious and must be protected. Freedom means Supreme Court justices who don't dictate policy, but instead follow the Constitution. And freedom means recognizing that our Constitution allows states to choose policies that reflect local values. Colorado might decide something different than Texas. New York different than Iowa. That's the way it's supposed to be. Diversity. If not, what's the point of having states to begin with? Now, Hillary Clinton believes that government should make virtually every choice in your life. Education, health care, marriage, speech, all dictated out of Washington. But something powerful is happening. We've seen it in both parties. We've seen it in the United Kingdom's unprecedented Brexit vote to leave the European Union. (laughs) 
Voters are overwhelmingly rejecting the political establishment and overwhelmingly rejecting big government. That is a profound victory, and it is one earned by each and every one of you. People are fed up with politicians who don't listen to them, fed up with a corrupt system that benefits the elites instead of working men and women. We deserve an immigration system that puts America first and, yes, builds a wall to keep America safe. A government that stops admitting ISIS terrorists as refugees. You're listening to Ted Cruz on WBEN. We deserve trade policies that put the interest of American farmers and manufacturing jobs over the global interests that are funding the lobbyists. And if we stand together and choose freedom, our future will be brighter. Freedom will bring back jobs and raise wages. Freedom will lift people out of dependency to the dignity of work. We can do this. 47 years ago to this day, America put the very first man on the moon. That was the power of freedom. Our party, the Republican Party, was founded to defeat slavery. Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president, signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Together, we passed the Civil Rights Act, and together, we fought to eliminate Jim Crow laws. That's our collective legacy, although the media will never share it with you. Those were fights for freedom, and so is this. Sergeant Michael Smith stood up to protect our freedom. So do the soldiers and sailors and airmen and Marines every day fighting radical Islamic terrorism.
family of Alton Sterling. And so can we. We deserve leaders who stand for principle, who unite us all behind shared values, who cast aside anger for love. That is the standard we should expect from everybody. And to those listening, please don't stay home in November. If you love our country and love your children as much as I know that you do, stand and speak and vote your conscience, vote for candidates up and down the ticket who you trust to defend our freedom and to be faithful to the Constitution. appreciate the enthusiasm of the New York delegation. And I will tell you, it is love of freedom that has allowed millions to achieve their dreams. Like my mom, the first in her family to go to college, and my dad, who's here tonight, who fled prison and torture in Cuba, coming to Texas with just $100 sewn into his underwear. And it is love that I hope will bring comfort to a grieving nine-year-old girl in Dallas. And God willing, propel her to move forward and dream and soar and make her daddy proud. We must make the most of our moment to fight for freedom, to protect our God-given rights, even of those with whom we don't agree, so that when we are old and gray and when our work is done, and we give those we love one final kiss goodbye. We will be able to say, freedom matters, and I was part of something beautiful. The crowd urging crews to endorse Trump, which he hasn't done yet. The case we have to make to the American people, the case 
each person in this room has to make to the American people is to commit to each of them that we will defend freedom and be faithful to the Constitution. We will unite the party, we will unite the country by standing together for shared values, by standing for liberty. God bless each and every one of you, and God bless the United States of America. And the booze raining down on Ted Cruz. It looks like he's finished. Didn't formally endorse Donald Trump. Many in the crowd not happy. You're listening to continuing coverage of the Republican National Convention on WBEN. Right now, a video playing up on the board. Donald Trump Jr., uh, many of the uh, Trump family members talking about their father. Well, that went as well as uh, I guess you could have expected it to. <laughs> when you invite someone you constantly called Lion Ted up on the podium... I uh, I can't imagine that it would uh, uh, go the way you were hoping for. Uh, Mike, back in the studio, uh, are we? Uh, do we need to take a break here? Should we try and squeeze one in in between speeches? All right, we will do that. Uh, take a quick break. When we come back, the speeches continue still to come. Newt Gingrich, Mike Pence, and, of course, if anything happens during the break, we will break in. You're listening to continuing coverage on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.